0: Oh, oh, oh. Should I wait until the stock market crash before I buy stocks? I mean, every time I turn around, I keep hearing the words all-time high, all-time high, all-time high. Should I wait until stocks crash before buying stocks, or should I invest now? Once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, you are now tuned into the Investor Show. As always, this is your gracious host, the Prince of Investing, coming to you guys and girls live all the way from the beautiful state of Denver, Colorado. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and share button. As always, um, I don't have a lot of time, and I definitely know you guys and girls don't have a lot of time, so we're going to jump straight into it. So in this particular video, we're going to talk about people that's sitting outside right now, sitting on a bunch of cash. You're seeing markets at an all-time high. It seems like stocks just keep going up, 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 We know a recession will eventually come. We don't know when it's the time. So a lot of investors or young people will say, well, Prince, what should I do? Should I wait? Should I uh buy now? You know, things are overpriced. What should I do? It's a question I always ask myself uh, in my earlier days of investing, and this is my rule of thumb when it comes down to investing when it looks for mentors and things like that you get stripes with how many market crashes that you participated in for prime example the people who've done good in the past five six seven eight nine ten years it's like "Ah, whatever but if you was investing before 2008 if you was actively investing before 2000 before market crashes then those are the people i like to talk to and sit around because they've been through booms and busts of the economy. A lot of new age investors have never even seen uh, a recession or drawback in the economy or anything. You know, no knock against you, but, you know, it's just you gain experience. So I say all of that, I digress, I get back to the point. If you talk to any investor that's over the age of 55, anybody that's financially sound over the age of 55, and here you are in your 20s, sometimes in your teens or your 20s or your 30s, and you ask them, you say, hey, I'm uh, thinking about investing. When should I start investing? You know what 95% or pretty much 100% of them are going to say? They're going to say now. They're going to tell you, start investing now. You'll say, well, market's at an all-time high, S&P 500, this is it. Everybody's going to tell you to start investing now and I've got this chart pulled up This is the S&P 500 over the last 20 years and I kind of want to walk you Into this so here right here. We see the crosshairs. This is going into the, the last recession that we had in 2008 Right here in 2008 we see the market start to take a big dive a lot of volatility comes in where well, you see the market bottom out in 2009 Once the market bottoms out in 2009? you see from 2009 to now, you see them pretty much uh, grow in the market. But in 2009, people wasn't talking that way. Everybody was like, oh, you know, the stock market is going to keep crashing. And even all the way to 2010, for 2009, 2010, a lot of people didn't participate in the market, even though it was going up, even though, because we know everybody was, knowing that the government was putting out a quantitative easing, still is to this day. But the market was being propped up, new Policy was coming into place like Dodd-Frank, all the other good stuff like that. People really didn't believe into the market. So from 2010 to 2011, people still were like, "Uh, we're kind of shaking things off, but we haven't shaken it off yet. And even 2011, 2012, we took another dive and everybody was like, see, I told you the market's still volatile. A lot of trust wasn't there. So what I'm saying is the people that was waiting for the perfect time, even once the market started to do good, People were still waiting on it to do bad, even here in 2015. 2015 now, people were waiting on the market. Have been waiting on the market to get started to invest. And from ever since Trump took office, when Trump took office, everybody's like, "Oh, that's it. Market's about to take a decline." And if you remember the night of the election, the pre-market uh, futures market did take a big dive, start to fall off a little bit. And I said, "Oh, here it is." I started licking my chops. Here it is. I've been looking for that market correction to come into play. And it didn't happen. And some people was like, they've been waiting since the Trump presidency. And since the Trump presidency, the market's going up 44%, almost 50% since his presidency. So the person who sat on the sideline has lost about 50%, if not more, instead of participating in the market. And I listened to a clip from Warren Buffett. He talked about it. He said, it's like a mortician that's sitting on the side, waiting on a flu epidemic to break out. You know, a mortician is obviously someone who handles dead bodies. And he does great when a bunch of people get sick and a big flu epidemic breaks out. And he said, that's what it's like. When you wait on the work to slide and crash or whatnot, you're just somebody who's waiting on everybody to get sick. When I look at it as buying a company, you know what? I own a piece of Google. I own a piece of Apple. I own a piece of Berkshire Hathaway. I own these companies and I don't care what it does in the next five to ten years. Coca Cola, Bank of America. I don't care what it does in the next five or six years. I feel comfortable in the companies that I own. I own a piece of America. How do you think America would do in the next 10, 20, 15 years? Right? I'm not looking for something for next year, two, three years, four years, five years. I'm looking 20 years down the line. So when people say that, I'm sitting back, hey, waiting on the next market crash. This is my strategy to you. I would. Every month, every week, or whatever, I will slowly invest into the index. And then if a market correction, you know, if a market correction happens, we go into a recession, you, hey, guess what? You caught a sale. Nobody sits at home and waits for a clearance. That's what it's like doing, waiting for a clearance. Hey, you continue to buy what you need. If you know a Black Friday sale is coming or it happens or whatever the case may be, something's on clearance, you take advantage of it. But if it doesn't happen, you're not uh, against it because you could end up losing three, four, five, six, ten 10 years of your prime investing years of utilizing the compound interest waiting on somebody else. And i give you another story. It's like entrepreneurs who sit back and they wait on somebody to fund their idea before they start to go after their idea. They're sitting back, hey, I'm waiting on $100,000. Until I get that $100,000, i am going to just sit on my couch. No, in the meanwhile, what could you be doing? You could build a website. You could uh, create a Facebook page, YouTube, Instagram. You could talk, uh, uh, get the name, create the logo. All types of things you could be doing in the meanwhile as you wait to that potential funding that could happen. Same thing with the world of investing. Don't sit back and wait on the new investors to come in. You do what you can do now. And guess what? If you get lucky, somebody comes along along the way, good for you anyway, that's my time. Until next video, podcast, cartoon, or whatever else you see do, see me doing crazy around the globe. Peace, be safe, I'm out. Thank you. Check out the latest installment of the multi-book series teaching kids about financial literacy. Wesley learns about insurance. Guest-starring Broncos Hall of Fame running back Terrell Davis. Authored by Prince Dykes. Teaching kids the real-life skill sets that matter as they grow older. The third book in the father-son financial literacy series gives a kid-friendly introduction into the world of insurance. Award-winning and recently stamped by Warren Buffett. Available hardcover, paperback, ebook, and audio online at Amazon, iTunes, Audible, Barnes & noble walmart.com tattered books and more hardcovers are only available at lulu.com presented by alpha one tax and wealth and belco credit union